Hey friends, this is Andy Storch, and I'm excited to announce that we are bringing the Talent Development Think Tank Conference back on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. Yes, you might remember we hosted this conference for the first time in January 2020, and it was a huge hit with everyone telling us it was the best conference they ever attended. And of course, we were looking forward to running it again in 2021 until the pandemic hit. That's when I launched the Talent Development Think Tank membership community, and that's been going strong since May of 2020. But I know how valuable it is to get people together in person, and that's why we are excited to be bringing the conference back again on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. I'm committed to making this a highly engaging and interactive event where you can connect, learn, and grow together with other talent development professionals. This is going to be the best event out there in talent development, and I would love to see you there. If you want to find more information and get your tickets today, the website is tdtt.us conference. That's tdtt.us slash conference. I hope to see you there. Welcome to the Talent Development Hot Seat. I am your host, Andy Storch, and I am excited to bring you today an updated version of my report on the top five trends in talent development. This is something we came out with on the podcast back in early to mid-2019, and it is about time that we do an update. And so I just recorded uh, basically a full audio episode of about the top five trends, and I'm going to explain those to you, uh, each of the five trends, based on all the interviews I've done on this podcast, conversations within the talent development think tank community that I run, as well as all of the conversations that we had uh, on the talent development virtual summit. Uh, that just finished up a couple of weeks ago. So before I get into it, if you'd like to get your hands on a PDF report that you can read and use in your meetings, pass around to your colleagues, you can go to talentdevelopmenthotseat.com slash trends. That's talentdevelopmenthotseat.com slash trends. Just put in your name and email and you will get a PDF copy of this report. You can also listen to this audio and we have a video version available as well. So that's talentdevelopmenthotseat.com slash trends. I'm also available to come speak and facilitate discussions virtually within talent groups to talk about these trends and how you can take advantage of them inside your organization. So once again, you can grab this report at talentdevelopmenthotseat.com slash trends. Without further ado, here is our report on the top five trends in talent development. The top five trends in talent development. Back in 2019, we released the first ever report of the top five trends in talent development, and it was a big hit. I was surprised to see how many people downloaded it, read it, used it, uh, sent positive feedback, told me how they were using it in company meetings to decide how and where they wanted to go. Uh, not that it was setting their strategy, but just to help inform uh, them on what was going out there in the talent development world and what they might want to think about uh, in setting their strategies. And I got requests to come and speak in organizations to talent teams about these trends. I spoke at conferences about these talent trends and uh, I, <clears throat> I let them go for a while. And uh, of course, COVID hit and changed a lot of things back in March of 2020. And uh, I thought it was about time that we come out with the brand new updated 2020 version of the top five trends in talent development. Now, you know a lot of things have changed because of COVID. I also recently ran the first ever talent development virtual summit, uh, which allowed me to, to interact and interview 32 expert speakers, as well as talk to a lot of different people out there in the talent development world. And I also run now a membership community called the Talent Development Think Tank, 
where we're having these conversations on a regular basis. So I'm hearing everything that's going on out there, as well as surveying my network, um, asking guests on the podcast, the Talent Development Hot Seat, uh, what's going on, and just learning a ton and collecting a lot of data on what people care about, what people work on. So just to summarize that, all where all of this is coming from, uh, I host this podcast, The Talent Development Hot Seat, where I am getting interviews, um, interviewing guests on a regular basis. I also host a community called The Talent Development Think Tank, uh, where we're having conversations on a weekly basis about talent development. And I recently hosted the Talent Development Virtual Summit, which had 32 expert speakers from different topics around talent development. And so I'm having these conversations a lot. And uh, we put everything down on a spreadsheet recently and started pouring through it and looking at, okay, what are the top trends? What are the things that people really care about the most? And I'm going to count those down for you today uh, as of late 2020. And I'm sure this trend will continue for quite some time. Here are your top five trends in talent development. So starting at number five, and number five is micro learning. And this is nothing new. Micro learning was on our list in 2019. It's something that has been gaining in popularity for many years. Um, but I think that it is not only come into its own, you know, last year it was sort of, hey, micro learning is now this legitimate way. We need to be thinking about using micro learning uh, because it's how a lot of our younger employees like to learn. People like to get quick hits like they do on YouTube and uh, reading blogs and things like that at home or solving their own challenges. We need to give them those opportunities as well. Now that we are living in a mostly virtual world, where a lot of people are working remotely and virtually, it's even more applicable. People have a lot of distractions, things going on, and companies have realized there's a big need to provide those quick hit learning options, those micro learning options, so that people don't have to make a commitment to be somewhere alive. They don't have to be uh, learning or sitting there for a long period of time. They can come in and watch a five or 10 or 20 minute video, do some of the activities, the work, uh, go on to their next thing, and then maybe come back to the next one later. Um, of course, there are multiple platforms out there providing micro learning uh, opportunities um, like LinkedIn Learning, Udemy. Uh, there's uh, Rapid Learning Institute, which recently got acquired by one of my partners, BTS. Uh, there is uh, just a plethora of other platforms, and I am not recommending one over the other. I'm sure you have already looked into some of these. I talked to clients who use a whole bunch of them, and uh, everybody, for the most part, seems to be pretty happy um, some are getting better adoption rates than others, and that is the key. You've got to find ways to make things applicable, usable, valuable, interesting to people and get that information out there. Let them know what is available and also to the, as the extent you can uh, use adaptive learning, AI, things like that to also make recommendations so that people know where to go next. Another one that's getting really popular out there is Degreed, which will recommend, uh, I think, learning paths and programs for people based on what they've been through and what they are doing. So that is number five. And we'll get back to that last one in just a couple moments. So number five is micro learning. Number four is owning your career and learning. Now, this is one that I care a lot about. Um, taking full ownership of my career and my life and my own learning and development has made a big impact for me. And I'm hearing from so many different people around talent development, that their organizations have shifted their philosophy to encouraging their employees to take full ownership of their careers. Now, again, uh, if you know me, you might know that I've been working on a book called Own Your Career, Own Your Life. So you might think I'm biased on this one, but I have been having a lot of conversations 
in this space with people from different companies and hearing again and again that, quote, we are encouraging our employees to take ownership of their learning and ownership of their careers. And that's actually why I dove in and decided to write this book, because I know there's a lot of opportunity out there. So what are organizations doing? Um, they're setting up programs that allow and educate employees on how to take more ownership. Uh, they are encouraging managers to have better and more coaching conversations, uh, setting up, uh, creating opportunities through different career paths. Uh, if you look back at my interview, I guess it's been a while with Larry McAllister, who uh, runs Talent and NetApp and spoke in my community recently. Uh, he talks about using uh, software called Fuel50 to help employees uh, figure out their career paths where they want to go. Uh, I also had Kelly Stephen Ways, uh, who is the CEO of Hitch, speak on my virtual summit. And she is the founder of a company called Hitch, which is uh, more geared towards helping employees figure out where they want to go in what she calls the new inside gig economy and uh, helping employees move around and find different roles and uh, really take more ownership of their career. The other part of that is owning your learning. So that means not waiting for companies to provide or dictate that you must go to this program or that or go on this learning journey next. It's encouraging employees to take ownership of their own learning and development to start to find the courses and programs and things they want to go through maybe give them budget to go out and buy a course or something like that um, and really empower them to own their own learning uh, as well as build a network and a brand that goes along with owning your career. This is all about helping employees own their careers and letting them really be in the driver's seat for that and not waiting for the company to tell them what to do. I'm hearing this over and over and over again, uh, which is why I put it on the top five trends list. And it's why I'm working on the book, Own Your Career, Own Your Life. I can't wait to get that out to you. Um, by the way, if you want updates on that, you can go to ownyourcareerownyourlife.com and sign up for updates and get on our advanced reader team if the book isn't out yet. So number four, own your career, own your life. Number three is personalized learning. And this is all about making the learning journey personalized because the old days of creating a learning program that we hope and assume will be applicable and useful for everyone have kind of gone away now. We realize that lots of people learn in different ways, especially different generations, also just different individuals have different learning styles, different learning preferences. Um, companies are doing more assessment, things like DISC and MBTI uh, and communication styles to learn how people like to learn and communicate, and then starting to per personalize those learning options. Um, if I look back at my podcast interviews, one great interview I did was with my friend Greg Brenner, who also spoke on the Talent Development Virtual Summit. And he talked uh, a lot about how we need to personalize learning more, meet learners where they are, think about where they are, where they're coming from. Um, also did an interview with Barbie Winterbottom, who was at the time the CHRO of BIC Graphic North America. She also talked about the importance of personalized learning and meeting learners where they are. Uh, and uh, after the, the pandemic hit, I interviewed my friend Swarna, uh, Salvara, Salvaraj, if I remember her last name, sorry, uh, who runs learning and development at uh, Tata Consulting or TCS in the UK, uh, Ireland, and Europe. And she talked all about uh, the internal talent marketplace, creating career development opportunities. Um, she talked about really personalized learning and uh, L&D becoming more open and curating and creating more engaging methodologies to engage our people and meet them where they are and truly personalize uh, that learning experience. 
So number three is creating a personalized learning experience for your employees. And number two is all about diversity, equity, and inclusion. Yes, DEI, which has been becoming more and more prevalent and important over the last couple of years, has moved to the forefront, of course, during uh, 2020, not only because of COVID, but especially because of the social justice movement that has started after the death of George Floyd in May 2020, as well as subsequent deaths of many other people uh, that has caused a lot of people to stand up and say, we want change, we want something better, we want more equality, we want more inclusion, and organizations are responding. Now, a lot of times, the diversity, equity, inclusion is run by someone with their own mandate or maybe their own department. Uh, but sometimes that sits within HR or L&D. Why I'm bringing that up on the top five trends in talent development is not just because DEI has become so important and the world is demanding change and that organizations are responding with listening sessions and other things to implement DEI. It's because learning and development groups, the, the talent development uh, department professionals, leaders have also looked to start to weave DEI into everything we do. We see it as our place to be the missionaries, the ones who are out there leading the charge and making sure that DEI is implemented, that these uh, voices are heard to be the diplomats, the you know, represent, uh, representation of the people. And so when I look at the conversations that are going on in the community that I run, the Talent Development Think Tank, almost everybody has been asking about and talking about DEI in some form or another. It comes up and that's why we had an entire day dedicated to DEI on the Talent Development Virtual Summit. It's why we've had uh, multiple sessions about DEI inside the Talent Development Think Tank community. And we've started to have more interviews about that on the Talent Development Hot Seat. Now, we don't want to turn this all into DEI because we want to learn about all facets of talent development. Uh, but the point is, Diversity, equity, inclusion has become incredibly, increasingly and incredibly important, uh, possibly the most important thing, and it's impacting the work we do in talent development. Uh, one person I talked to who runs talent development for a large tech company told me that recently they put everything on hold to focus all their energy, efforts, and resources on DEI. This is happening in a lot of places. And of course, the best organizations are doing things like holding listening sessions, taking action on that, um, doing, of course, the table stakes type stuff like unconscious bias training, but looking into microaggressions, finding ways to create better allies, creating feedback loops and accountability among leaders, uh, and uh, finding more ways for people to step up, speak out and speak up for those who are underrepresented and force their organizations, persuade their organizations to make changes that are necessary uh, to move into the future and become more diverse, equitable and inclusive cultures. So that's number two, DEI. And of course, we know that is important everywhere now. And if we go now to the number one top trend in talent development, it should not be a surprise to anybody. Uh, it is the post-COVID trend of digitalizing everything. It's the digital transformation of learning. Uh, and uh, some people call it learning in the flow of work. And uh, the session I did with Kelly Stephen Ways, who founded Hitch on uh, the Talent Development Virtual Summit. She called it learning in the flow of transformation. Uh, so a lot of different things we can call this, but the fact of the matter is when COVID hit in March, 2020, most companies were doing in-person training. Some were doing some digital and virtual learning programs. Some were ready, many were not. And almost overnight, everybody was forced to think about how do we create better digital and virtual learning programs? 
And everybody has been doing just that. Uh, you know, as we move into the end of 2020, I don't think anybody's really looking at doing too many in-person programs. So there's a lot of virtual and digital going on. Sometimes converting existing programs to virtual or digital, many times starting over and uh, starting with the end in mind, thinking about what we want to accomplish and then designing a program based on that. Does it still need to be live? Can it be pre-recorded? Can we use micro learning and digital shorts? Can we personalize things more? Uh, can we provide people opportunities to do some learning before and after a live session? How do we take live sessions and make them more interactive? We can do a whole nother interview and uh, episode about that because it is so top of mind. But I wanted to tell you, if this is the top priority for you right now, you're still working on figuring out how do we digitize and transform everything in our organization. You're not alone because this is the number one top trend in talent development, which is the digital transformation and the conversion, the move from in-person to uh, virtual and digital learning. That is what's going on in talent development. There are many other things happening out there, but again, the top five trends that I'm seeing from all the conversations that I'm having around talent development are number five, uh, um, using more micro learning for everything we do. Number four, taking, uh, helping employees take ownership of their careers and their own learning and development. Number three, personalized learning. Uh, number two, diversity, equity, inclusion becoming so important and needing to be woven into everything we do in L&D. And number one, it's the digital transformation, uh, moving all of our learning from in-person classroom to digital and virtual learning. If you want to get a full report of my top five trends in talent development, just go to talentdevelopmenthotseat.com slash trends. Uh, you can put in your name and email and you'll get a full report of all of the trends that we talked about today here. So again, that's talentdevelopmenthotseat.com slash trends. You'll also be added to our email list where I'm sending out insights and updates on our podcast and uh, you'll be able to reply and send me your feedback. And again, I am also available to come and speak with uh, talent teams and organizations about these trends, facilitate virtual discussions. So let me know if you want help with that. Uh, but again, you can get the PDF report at talentdevelopmenthotseat.com slash trends. Let me know what you think.